Hello and welcome to Team Franco Bodybuilding Podcast. My name is Joe Franco and this is episode number 43. I've had some requests to discuss this particular topic, but I'm going to put my spin on it as far as my experience as a competitor, as a coach, and a promoter when it comes to steroid use and the ins and outs of what I have experienced. Now, I'm not going to be bashing anyone or telling you what to do because truth of the matter, I believe in freedom of choice, doing what you want to do and whatever makes you happy. In fact, I do have a few clients that will use and I don't ask any questions because I still give them the same guidance as I would for anyone else as far as nutrition and training and possible contest prep. So I just wanted to clear the air and get that out of the way. Now, my experience of steroids all began many, many years ago, meaning when my brother first started competing in the early eight, early the mid 80s, I was a teenager and there were no drug tested shows, at least in our area. And the shows that he would do basically didn't drug test, but we never thought there would be drug tested shows. And the organization was the AAU. He had some success. And as a teenager, he won his division, so then qualified for the AAU. I'm not even sure, the USAs or whatnot. And it was a national show, which every year was in a different city. And this show would produce eventual pros. You know, we've known a few that go through this channel. And fortunately, he was in Philadelphia. So he is a competitor. I look up to him thought he was the best and I would be the guy backstage helping him and all that and that was the first time that I saw these other guys not thinking about genetics or work ethic but they blew me away like some of them look like grown men as far as the muscle size that they had now the conditioning wasn't the same that you may see in natural bodybuilding even now because this was almost 40 years ago but the point is I was like holy shit look at the size of these dudes so my brother does the show, uh, he didn't place, and the top three just look like monsters. And I, again, I don't like to judge, maybe they had great genetics, great work ethic, but I think that was my first taste of steroids as far as seeing it in a contest. And unfortunately, I, well, he moved on to other things, into powerlifting, but I think that discouraged him a little bit at the time. When I first started competing, the shows that I did, and again, it was by choice, uh, the contests were drug tested for one year. So, but I didn't care, you know. I mean, we did take a lie detector. They, I, I was nervous as all get out. Uh, you know, they strap you up, as you know, and all that. And, you know, I was young. And I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? But, you know, they would ask you if you use anabolic steroids, anything in the past year, so on and so forth. But I never really gave it much thought, even worrying about guys that, you know, who can use for a few years, take a year off. I didn't care because I was still focusing me versus me, even at that young age. Now, when it comes to actual steroid use and those who want to compete, like I said, I'm pro-choice. But the soapbox that I get on, 
as far as when some people do use um, versus not staying natty and competing is that I like to see someone, especially at a younger age or really no matter what age, and maybe they don't have a ton of experience as far as weight training or a ton of experience eating healthy, eating adequately, that after a year, maybe two years of training, they get frustrated and they want to jump on a bad wagon and use anabolic steroids. Now, again, you could do what you want, but if your goal is to compete, I like to believe that let's see how far you can go during the natural route. Let's see how much success do you have, how much dedication do you have, and see how well you do competing on the stage without using any steroids. Because even if you were to try that route of going natural, not using any drugs, do everything the best that you can, but just fall short, well, the steroids are not going to make that much of a difference because when you jump on that level, you're still going to be facing men and women who are training hard, who are having great, who have great genetics. So therefore, if those things are not in your favor, where you may not train hard, may not have the great genetics and use steroids, yeah, you can get bigger, yeah, you can get leaner, but the competition is also doing so. And if they have those natural God-gift abilities and work ethic, they are also going to be still ahead of you. So I'm not sure if you see where I'm going with this, because it's not going to make much of a difference. Now, if you have the infatuation of just getting bigger and leaner and not working as hard, and that's a fact. I mean, I've had friends that use steroids, and I've had clients who, and they, they admit that they can be, not. I hate to use the word lazy, but they have the assistance in helping their muscle grow, and they have the assistance for losing the body fat, so they have that advantage, and they don't have to work as hard. I mean, a top natural pro bodybuilder, Yes, has great genetics. Yes, has all those things going for them. But they got to work their freaking ass off. And usually it's harder than someone who does use steroids. But to my point, I like to think everyone has the potential to become a pro. So why not use everything at your disposal as far as giving it time, training hard, being patient, and seeing where your body goes before you jump into the steroid game. And I'm not going to talk about, you know, the dangers and everything because in a weird kind of way there is hormone replacement therapy from doctors nowadays and I think I think it's a money grab, but I understand that as men and women as they age, hormones change and it can become a health risk for some, so they do use some just to bring their natural levels up, so on and so forth. That's a whole nother topic. But I like to see someone go as far as they can without using before they do. Now, if you want to jump right in and use, again, pro-choice, do what you want. But the few things that I have seen over the years through coaching clients and one guy I'm going to talk in particular, um, sometimes people use steroids because they're insecure. And I've seen this happen a few times, unfortunately, where beginning of my career of coaching, I had a lot of bodybuilders, and this one guy in particular competes 
in one of my shows, great upper body, lower body was not there, and he was crushed about his placement. He was placed fair, I thought, but he was so upset. And we continue working together. Then he's like, yeah, Joe, I'm going to try another route. I'm like, okay, wish you all the best. And then in a year, I see him out at a restaurant, and he was a monster. Like, he was a tick. Like, I was like, dude, what the hell? I didn't say that to him. So I did then learn that he started using steroids, and then he started competing. And I would see his pictures pop up and everything. And basically, he still looked the same as far as proportions. Legs were still poor, upper body jacked, but just everything was bigger. You know, not no symmetry at all. And he competed a few years trying to get it, you know, go through the NPC and all that. And he just, you know, th- I think he fell off the face of the earth and doesn't compete anymore. But it was sad because I thought he had a ton of potential. He was on the younger side. And I thought that with more time and dedication, prioritizing his lower body, that he would have made, you know, headway. You know, he would have, could have won his pro card eventually the natural route. But I know for a fact that he took it so hard and he says, you know what, I'm, this is not for me. I want to try another route. But just like I, I was talking about minutes earlier, the competition is using drugs. So therefore... His physique didn't change, only got, you know, amplified, but still the symmetry wasn't there and everything. So, again, that's one example where it's, it's you know, you feel bad because you wish as a coach that you could have helped him more. But, again, people travel on their own paths, and if it doesn't cross with mine, you know, I can't help them, and it is what it is. So I do see that, and I've seen it with a few other clients over the years where, you know, many years ago – where one woman did really well competing in the figure competition, her first one, where she ended up winning her the overall for the novice. And we continued on. We were like, yes, and it was exciting because I knew she had the drive. She had the physique. Again, she wanted to go a different path, and then I see on social media that she's using steroids and all that stuff. So I get it. I mean, there's... Let me say we all have body dysmorphia, natural or not. You know, we do because we always want to improve. We're not happy. Some people are a little bit worse off than others. And sometimes if it's worth worse off than others, we do lose greater patience and try to find an avenue to accelerate our results. And steroids is one of them. And I've seen it equally with men and women. And it, it breaks my heart. You know, it just it is what it is. But you do what you want to do. Again, it makes you happy so on and so forth. But to the last point about competing and, you know, my own personal uh, reflections on this is that people ask me, have I ever used steroids? I'm like, no. And they say, well, have you ever thought? Absolutely, yes. Back before I started competing in the OCB and the one organization I was competing in, I reached the level where I, I won the couple overalls and I'm like, all right, what's next? You know, I'm like, should I try the NPC and do I have to use steroids? And, you know, I came close to starting a cycle on a couple of things, but then I'm like, you know what, you know, let me see how much further I can go naturally, you know, and I was in my late twenties, I believe it was before I met my wife where I was thinking, is this something that I can make a career out of? You know, can you really make money bodybuilding? And maybe it was just me realizing, you know what? It is what it is. You know, God gave me 
these genetics and I'm still relatively young. So let me see how much further that I can take. But I seriously came really, really close to using and would have I gone down that rabbit hole and and just blasted away with, you know, crazy steroid use? I have no idea. You know, who knows? But I know if I would have be 10, 15, 20 pounds heavier with my physique and my genetics, would I be an IFBB pro? Probably not, you know, but it's just something that comes across and you have to figure out for yourself if it's really worth it with all the pluses and minuses. So it was not until like a few years after that, one of my clients, who I'm still friends with today, and he basically introduced me to the OCB, where he had one of the publications, one of his friends competed, it might have been like 2004, you know, the infancy of the OCB, and he's like, yeah, Joe, look at this new organization, and I was like, oh, wow, and then they had, you know, before Facebook, they had a, um, a forum that you saw, you know, basically on the internet, and that made me hooked. I'm like, you know what? There's hope for natural bodybuilding. And I'm not sure if their drug test was five or seven years. I mean, now you have to be seven years clean. Back then, I have no idea. But it was more than one. I know that. So that was like, wow, a whole community of natural bodybuilders. Because I heard of the WNBF and the NGA, but there was no shows in my area. And I was like, I am not traveling. So the first show that I did for the OCB in 2005 was in New Jersey in Wildwood, where the other organization where I used to compete, um, and that was basically, it was hooked for me from then. And coincidentally, I took that show over, but ended up moving into Burlington in 2006, and the rest is history with the promoting of that show. So the OCB was instrumental on me knowing that there's a great avenue to compete without using steroids. Now, people, again, in conversation say, oh, those drug tests, the polygraph, it's bullshit. People cheat, everything, when it comes to that. And uh, next few minutes, this is what I'm going to talk about, where, yes, I think people can get past it. Yes, people are assholes for trying. But, again, as you know me, and you maybe listened to my podcast in the past, Again, it's you versus you. You can't control others. And if other people want to be a dick and try to compete in a natural show, even if they're using, so be it. I believe in karma. You know, I mean, I probably promoted, I don't know how many shows, to say well over 30. And I would think uh, maybe a dozen people failed the polygraph. And with those dozen people, you know, a few of them were like, oh, wow, I didn't know, you know, or that, that sort of thing. And I believe them, you know, I mean, it's one of the most awkward things where you're sitting in a hotel room, someone fails to polygraph, then they come and talk to you and if, ask you what, you what you can do. And it's tough because I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I mean, there's nothing I can do, you know, except for I do give them an option sometimes because let me just say that sometimes people will fail, and this happened three times. Failed the polygraph, and it was almost like incidental because maybe they were sick or they're severely ill, and they used certain medications to make themselves feel better, and they were honest enough during their polygraph where they admitted to it. So what I will do in that, those cases, I'm like, listen, you can still go on stage, you can still get the experience, but you're not going to be judged. So you can go out with your lineup, 
you can be putting through the quarter turns and you can do your routine so you get the experience and then you know decide whatever you can do after that and three times people have taken me up on that and they did it and they were super grateful now there's also been a few times where they didn't know what they were using and this is where sometimes lousy coaching comes into play where one particular girl she actually even went to my posing classes she looked really good but i wouldn't say oh she's a drug user and she discovered she was using something she admitted to it but she didn't think it was illegal at the time and she was crushed um so things like that happened through my experience one of the wildest stories that i can share with you is that i had someone pass the polygraph and i know this guy's history or at least i assumed it i was like oh wow i thought he competed in the npc and maybe he was you know not clean but again i shouldn't judge and he actually failed the urine test so what was really strange about that one is that once we told him that he, unfortunately you're going to be banned for seven years because such and such was detected in your urine test you can't compete he didn't even respond or fight back or question it so that basically told me that yeah he did pass the polygraph he had like a flat line you know chart which i was told and you can't really, unless you want to test him again, but he passed, but the urine test caught him. So it does work, you know. I mean, I'm sure in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of OCB shows, people have squeaked by. But you know what? They're dicks, bitches, whatever you want to call them. And unfortunately, it can happen, but you can't worry about it. Because again, karma will come around. They set those waves out, and they're, they're going to come back crashing on them. So don't sweat that at all if that ever comes up. So that really wraps up my little podcast talking about steroids. Um, you know, it, it's a decision, personal decision. And if you want to use, have at it. I think if you are under a doctor's guidance, that's even better because they can monitor your blood work and your health and your fitness. As long as, you know, you're comfortable with doing that, being you know public about it with a physician. But just be careful, you know. And again, it's a personal thought deciding factor. But if someone knew were to ask me and they're only a couple years into weight training, I would say, you know what? Why do you want to do this? You know, is it do you want to compete? You just want to get bigger? Let's exhaust all the tools first as long as we know that you are training hard, you are treating your body well and see how far you can go before you make that decision. And then after five or eight years of grinding away and you do want to use, you know what, you can do whatever you want to do. But the way that I look at it, if you want to be a competitor, you know, there's a path to success in most of these organizations, you know, as far as drug tested organizations. You can become a pro. You can get the accolades. You can get the exposure because I think going through the NPC and the IFBB the path is much longer, there's much more politics, and it's just not using a little bit of steroids going to get you there. You know, you got to be careful because that rabbit hole is something that you may not ever come out. And you may regret it after five or ten years after your competition, you know, journey through the NPC IFBB. That's my soapbox, you know. Again, my opinion, nothing scientific, 
just what I think. So if I upset anyone, I'm sorry. So again, it's your decision. I support if clients want to work with me. I just usually don't get involved too much learning what their cycle is or anything. I, I'll ask a few questions because, again, I want to help people in the most healthiest way when it comes to diet and exercise. So, again, I'm going to wrap this one up for sure this time. If you guys have any other questions or requests as far as podcasts go, please email me at fitfranco at verizon.net. Hit me up with any questions if you're interested in coaching. TeamFrancoBodybuilding.com is my website. You'll find that on Instagram, Facebook, and all that good stuff. I'll talk to you soon, guys. Take care.